The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! The inside, what I found was just this this letting go, this shedding of all this control, which keeps our nervous systems in fight or flight. It creates so much imbalance in our hormones. You know, we wonder why today there's, you know, these the big struggle with hormones and even fertility issues and people just feeling so stressed out all the time, right? So when we start to get into this place inside of us, oh, we start to relax. Our whole body starts to change and shift. Hello. Kimberly Snyder is on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast today. This is such a wellnessy episode, which is so fitting because I'm trying to be healthy right now. I'm really trying to be healthy this pregnancy. And I was taking notes the entire episode. I have a page of notes that I took. She is inspiring me to meditate more, drink more warm water with lemon, probiotics, all the things in this episode. You are going to hear a lot of ways to optimize your wellness. I have mad respect for Kimberly. She has been huge in the wellness industry ever since I started blogging. So much so that we actually talk about something that I still do, which is called energy in a spoon. She gives you the recipe for this, something you could start your morning with. Super easy. And I actually blogged about it years ago. This episode goes all over the place when it comes to wellness. She is an OG, like I said. She is an OG in the wellness space. Like I said, a nutritionist, yoga instructor, mom of two, and meditation teacher. She also, she's an entrepreneur, a badass. She's written many books, and she just launched her latest book. It's called You Are More Than You Think You Are, Practical Enlightenment for Everyday Life. Kimberly, welcome to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. This is the Skinny Confidential Him and Her. I have been following your work since your bee pollen and coconut spoonful. Oh my gosh. That's how long I would wake up. I still do this all the time and do a thing of coconut oil in my spoon with bee pollen. Wow. So that was called the energy in the spoon. Yes. That was for my first juice shop, I think, which was like six or seven years ago. Yeah. You were very ahead of the wellness world. Yes. And so I feel like, you know, my first two books were nutrition focused because that's where I was at the time, really figuring out like, what the hell do I eat? What do I do about all this bloating and the acne and the constipation? So I think I was, you know, my first book came out in 2011. So I think I was one of the first people to really talk about this whole, you know, beauty from the inside out concept. But then now, you know, 10 years later, six books later, I was on Drew. Actually, I'm on Drew's show today. And, you know, one of the things we chatted about is why did you go beyond food? Right. Because here I am, you know, working with all these celebrities, have these books. We have the juice shop, the one in the four seasons. And I, you know, it was just so clear to me. I have to share what really helps people the most and food is part of it, but it's not the end all be all. And what I found was, you know, now where my work really focuses is emotional well-being, mental health, and spiritual growth. Because when we nourish the whole person, we don't project out our stress, our unmet emotional and mental needs out. And so all our relationships start to heal, including our relationship with food, including our relationships with our friends and significant others, because our power is in our wholeness. So again, after a decade of working with all these celebrities and all these different kinds of people, I found, okay, people 
people can intellectualize. They can get, what do I eat? But there's this big missing piece. And this big missing piece is really learning to tap into the true self, which is the subject of this book. And then whew, you get the best results. You get the most energy. You're able to create what you want in your life. Your body changes. Even your face changes because everything is energy and we transform from the inside out. You, to me, meeting you in person and seeing you on social media seem like a very peaceful, grounded person, but also someone who's done a lot of work on herself. Like, it seems like you're very in tune. That's all I can say to describe it. Energetically. What are some things that you do? and, And you can also talk about this book, too, that you do on a daily basis to practice that. Yes. So I'll say that like like all of us, I think we're always, you know, evolving a work in progress. So thank you for saying that. I feel like the past um, four years have been a big shift for me. You know, these practices that, you know, I teach about meditation, morning practice. I've been doing them now for over 10 years. Wow. You're like so ahead of it. But it's, it's easy to dip in and out when things are going well, right? But as I describe in the book, I really hit my rock bottom four years ago where I lost my mom really suddenly. We found out she had cancer on Valentine's Day. Sorry and to she, hear that. Thank you. But she, she passed by the end of March. But my older son wasn't yet a year old. And then it sort of woke me up, you guys. I started looking at my life and I said this isn't what I want, meaning my relationship. So, so I moved out on my own some months after that. So it was, you know, I was a new mom. I lost my mom and then I became a single mom. So it was in that rock bottom that I really dove into these practices and these teachings. Cause again, when you're in a good place, you can kind of come in and out, but when you're rock bottom, you're looking for that lifeline, right? You're looking for a way to breathe. So then I went in and I'll share what they are in a minute. And then after that, five months, you guys, I would say it was deep healing of just really turning the energy in. And I went into deep reading as well. I'm a big reader, but I went through thousands of pages of old texts, the Upanishads, the Bhagavad Gita, the New Testament of the Bible, Rumi, like so many. You went of these, back to all the old stuff. All the old stuff. And so this book is also taking, you know, th- I went through all these old texts to find the most potent teachings. So after that period, though, you guys, I emerged in five months, I emerged with something that was so different that I never had before. And what you're feeling, love, this this peacefulness, it came from a deep sense of trust. And I realized I never had trust, right? Ego, like always looking out peripheral nervous system means that we're always trying to control things and micromanage and keep ourselves safe. But when we, these practices are all around tapping into the true self, which is our authentic self, past the fear, past the mind chatter. And this is what I'm so passionate about. I want everyone to know this. There is this resource inside of us. It's this often dormant part of our personality, but it's this part of us that's really stable and really calm and infinitely creative and infinitely intelligent. It's the voice of our intuition and our heart. So after that period, I really centered into the practices to to tune into the true self. And what this did was give me so much peace because I realized I didn't have to control everything out here. We're always trying to micromanage. We're always trying to get things. We're trying to get love from outside, whether it's in the form of validation or compliments or people to agree with us or you know more things that we can see versus activating this energy on the inside. So when we do this, when we learn that, oh, I can really transform from the inside, what I found was just this, this letting go, this shedding of all this control, which keeps our nervous systems in fight or flight. It creates so much imbalance in our hormones. Sure. You know, we wonder why today there's, you know, these the big struggle with hormones and even 
fertility issues and people just feeling so stressed out all the time, right? So when we start to get into this place inside of us, oh, we start to relax. Our whole body starts to change and shift. So I'll share a lot of some of the daily practices I do really start with a very simple morning routine. So I'm all about simple, easy, small steps people can take. This and I found this to be the most effective. It's not that you have to sit and meditate for five hours a day. It's not that you have to do a yoga retreat every month, but it means that ego's out here, right? So it's everything we're seeing with our peripheral nervous system, five senses. What do I look like? <laughs> what are other people doing? Like we're looking at social media versus the true self is connecting to the energy deep inside, the part of you that's watching the thoughts. So in the morning, yes, hot water with lemon, right? SBO probiotics, because you want to nurture your gut health, glowing green smoothie. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you, What's in your glowing green smoothie? I know what's in it, but the audience yes. got to know. You got to tell us exactly what's in it. Okay. So the glowing green smoothie is my signature smoothie. I mean, I feel like I've been making it on every show for the past 10 years. Are you sick of the glowing green smoothie at all? Or are you just like, it stays consistent? You know what it is? It's like one of the staples. Like you do it, you can mix and match the ingredients, yep. but then it just becomes part of life. Mm -hmm. So the base is always water. And then it's 70% greens that you can mix and match. So you can put spinach, kale, romaine, um, parsley, celery, just, you know, just eyeball it, 70%. And then 30% high fiber fruit, but always lemon to give it extra vitamin C. So your body absorbs that non-heme iron. You need, to heat, you need to hit a certain threshold of vitamin C. So it's bright, it's delicious, and it has the fiber in it, right? What about a date? A date? Yeah. One date. One date? Like a date. Like oh, a, <laughs> I, a I know. I love a date. People think I'm so weird. Just one date. Is that is that going to offset anything in it or no? So for me, I'm a purist love, right? So I say dates, say. almond milk, like coconut water. Save it for the power protein smoothie you were gonna say something that like we that. do okay. later. I, You know, this is about in the morning, right? Everything we're talking about, meditation is the next part because it's about going back to our true nature, right? So our true nature is wholeness. So we really want to support our wholeness with whole, natural, fresh foods. It so makes date, sense if you're a caveman, you're not picking a date. You're picking berries and you're gathering like that. That makes total sense what you're saying. Yes. So part of this is hydration, right? Part of this is fiber, minerals, antioxidants, everything that your body needs because we want to nourish ourselves on all levels, right? So what this fiber does is it gives you sustained energy. It's not a juice that's going to, you know, perhaps put you in a more erratic energy pattern. You're going to have this fiber. You're going to feel this deep sense of stability. Also, the hot water with lemon is important because this is an Ayurvedic practice. Putting hot, heat, hot water in the body starts to anchor you into your center, into your presence. And then the lemon is really great vitamin C and enzymes that support your liver tissue. What was your, what was your childhood? Like, were you always like this kind of in touch or in, no. in, 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 what, <laughs> what were you like as a child? Oh, but the last part I'll say love is the meditation, which we can talk about in a moment. So you're going, you're making stuff, but then you're tuning the energy in, mm -hmm. which will really help. So my childhood um, was, you know, perfectly imperfect. Like I think for all of us, I had really loving parents, but my mom had come from poverty. She was an okay. immigrant from the Philippines. Okay. So because of that, there was a lot of, you know, me being left on my own. They were working all the time. So I think I, you know, I really developed um, some limiting beliefs that love comes from doing. Love is achievement. 
right? So mm. I'm still a recovering perfectionist. For me, it was like I had to be number one in the class. I always had to get 100. I was obsessed with grades, right? And then everything was like this external reference point. Like I said, the ego. Do I look okay? Do people like me? Do people think I'm pretty? It was everything from out here. God, you do not reflect that that energy at all now. Well, look at all the unlearning I've had to do. But I just you like, know, right? just, you don't reflect you know that at so all. You so interesting to think so. You- <laughs> yeah. very, you're very comfortable. It shows we can all yeah, grow, right? These yeah. teachings are for all of us to transcend those limiting beliefs because all of that causes us to feel this frantic running into adulthood and stress. And then we're never really peaceful, right? We never feel that fulfillment. The things that we're chasing, once we get them, they don't really give us what we think they're going to give us, right? More money or more fame or followers, right? We get it. And we're like, eh. so we really have to work on the inside and really find that inner peace inside. And then everything starts to harmonize on the outside. You know, it's funny. You wouldn't know this by looking at me. My grandma's full Japanese. My mom's half. Oh, really? It's, just, it's obviously I didn't get that. My, you could tell a little bit with my sister. So with me, it's hard. Um, but my grandma's like a full, like when you see me standing next to her, she's a full, like little wow. Japanese woman. And it's interesting because my mom, I think, and her sisters grew up with that kind of same, like they were first generation from immigrant parents, right? Like, yes. Like how to do good in school. Like whole identity was like achieve, achieve, achieve. And then that kind of like when me and my sisters were growing up, it's like that same kind of thing started trickling, but I went the other way because it, it was so, yes. like, it was so much that it like turned me off towards school. Yes. Right? I think it's like this pressure where you're like constantly uh, seeking and chasing like outside validation from a system that may not work. And I, I think a lot of kids go through that and it sets them up for a difficult time because they feel if they, you know, like like you said, you attach love to yes. a grade or a score or an achievement or like a trophy, right? This is a hot tip for your significant other. Turn it up if they're in the room. Valentine's Day is around the corner. I'm here to remind your significant other of that. And I have a cute idea, okay? I just got this Davis locket charm. It's 18 karat gold. It's so cute. And I engraved it with Zaza's name on it. And in it, I put a little picture of Michael. It's so cute. And I was thinking it would be such a cute gift for Valentine's Day. And the locket's by Kendra Scott. I've talked about this company on the podcast before. It has the cutest custom jewelry. You also can buy other stuff that's not custom. They have really affordable, chic, dainty, feminine jewelry that I really, really love. Like I said, I got to go on their site and find what I liked best. And the locket was by far my favorite. I also got one for Michael that says Lauren on it with a picture of my face in it. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of different ideas on there, especially for Valentine's Day. They have bracelets, rings, fine jewelry, men's gifts, all different kinds of stuff. I'm a huge fan of custom though, because I like I like to put someone's name on something. It feels more personal. And now through Valentine's Day, you get 20% off your purchase when you use code skinny at any Kendra Scott store. So you can go in the store or online at kendrascott.com. That's 20% off your purchase of select Kendra Scott jewelry with code skinny standard exclusions apply. That's 20% off your purchase of select Kendra Scott jewelry with code skinny standard exclusions apply. And don't forget, Valentine's Day is coming up. Exactly. So when I was talking about the difference between ego and true self, and this is really the core teaching. And so when I was going through these old texts, 
oh my gosh, we don't learn this growing up, right? And I think the reason we struggle with self-love is because we don't really know what the self is. So what yogic science teaches us is we have this ego, right? It's the outer shell. It's what Wayne Dyer calls the less than 2% of who we are. But it's it's always, again, senses, the peripheral nervous system, like out here, external world. So if we over-identify with this, guess what? We're always going to be stressed, chasing, running, because it's never going to feel good enough, right? How we look like is always going to change. We're going to age. We're going to shift, right? The money, the the validation, it's always changing. So we don't go to the same place where the problem is to find the solution, right? So most people try to shine up the outside. Maybe I need to lose more weight. Maybe I need to be you know, more successful before someone will, will love me. But what the yogis teach us is, no, that's not really who you are right? So the book title is You Are More Than You Think You Are. So it's like, well, what am I then, right? So the true self is who we really are. It's this eternal part of us. It's the formless energy, right? Quantum physics would say it's the unique gravitational field that runs through us and around us. In spiritual terms, we could say it's spirit individualized inside of us. We could say it's this really deep center. And when we actually learn to connect, which is what these practices are about, when we learn to live more from this place, everything shifts outside. Like I said, our relationships, our energy, the way your face looks. So when I started teaching this to clients, I was, and, and in my own life, I was like, wow, this is like, is way, way beyond food. But this changes everything. When you say this, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a person that likes to give tangible tips to our audience. Yes. What, what are the teachings that they can do from this book at home? Yes. So, First of all, if you're listening to this and you say, well, I, you know, that sounds nice, but it's so, it's so hard to understand what is true self and what is ego, right? So let's do the simple practice. Check in moment to moment every, like you can do this in 10 seconds. You ask yourself right now, am I in true self or am I in ego, right? This is how we start to understand. It's the experiential knowing. So we don't ask the head because we know the mind chatter is always there. We know that it keeps, you know, the fear, the overthinking mind. We go into the body. So if you tune in right here into your heart, right? And we know so much um, clinical research now from the Heart Math Institute really measuring the heart radiance, which is 60 times stronger than the brain. So if you actually literally um, connect to the center of your chest and you ask yourself that question, am I in the true self or am I an ego right now? Moment to moment. True self, you'll feel relaxed. You'll feel open and expansive, receptive, right? How the universe is always expanding. Light is always expanding. So this is our true nature. Love is always expanding. But if you tune in here and in this moment, you feel a little tightness, like constriction, that emulates the energy of the ego, which is, you know, keeping us small. So if you notice you're in tightness right now, you want to shift that energy before you write that email, before you speak, before you do that podcast, before you go with your kids. How do we do that? It's very simple. Put your hands on your belly for a moment. Take some deep breaths down into your belly. Now feel the bottoms of your feet or feel your hips where they are connected. So we're, what we're doing here is we're breaking mind patterns. You're dropping into your, into your body fully into this present moment, right? Because all this tightness means your mind is spinning. So you're probably in future-based thinking, which is fear, what ifs in the future, based on trauma from the past, right? So then we're not acting from our place of power. Mm. We're always going to come from a more you know, limited place. So more and more, we start to just be aware of our energy. We keep coming back in, back in. 
We can do another practice in a little bit if you're interested. Um, learning how to really access true stillness because we're always doing and doing. And then we actually become less effective. We became more confused. We're doing what other people want us to do versus coming from this deep place. Do you think that with everything that went on with COVID, that there was a shift in energy of people starting to realize, oh, I hate this job. Oh, I hate this person I'm waking up next to. I need to change something. I need to shift. And it caused people to sort of have to change even though they were resistant. Yes. And I think a big thing with COVID is it brought up this collective question, where does safety and security really come from? Right? Because before that, we rely like, oh, everything's going to be the same. I'm going to wake up my job, the government, like all this stuff is like neat and in place. But when COVID happened, there was so much shifting. Nothing's neat. Nothing's neat, we realized. Exactly. And it's sort of like when I went through my rock bottom, it was like, oh, everything's collapsing around me. Where's the one place I can really find stability, safety, security? And it's inside of us. Yeah, right. a, lot of, a lot of the world is designed to create this false sense of safety from ex, with external things, right? And so like, exactly. I think what happened here is people realized how vulnerable and how um, unprotected they actually were from the outside world, right? Like took one thing to shift everybody's reality. I think that's right. What I would love to talk about too is that I, you and I, I feel like had a similar maybe epiphany where you moved to Hawaii. I moved to Austin. I know you also live in LA. It seemed like you were seeking more nature, more grounding, more connection with your family. From what I saw, I could be wrong. What did you go through to to make that move? What did that look like? Well, it's really funny because I, you know, I described moving out from, you know, with my ex and, you know, up until I was pregnant with my first child, you know, I, I got pulled into this, this world. Like a lot of people see me as this like celebrity nutritionist and it happened really organically, you know, like I just started a free blog 10 years ago. And Is that how it all started? It all started. I was backpacking for three years, you guys, and I went to India for many months and it really started to shift my whole perspective. It's where I really learned about meditation for the first time and yoga about union. So I came back, moved to New York City. I started this free blog. I was teaching yoga. I was going back to nutrition school and it just spread. You were one of the first, now that I'm recalling, you were one of the first people to kind of like put these kind of platforms online. Like I remember back in the day. Over 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So then my first celebrity found me and I got pulled on a film set. So for the next five years, that was a big part of my life, working with these, you know, entertainers and traveling with them. Huge celebrities. And you you don't have to say it, but like Drew Barrymore is a huge fan of you. I mean, you have like people like reviewing your book that are major. I mean, I remember people at your smoothie store too that are huge A-list celebrities. And then they've, yeah, and they've, you know, like sisters been really supportive, like Reese Witherspoon and Channing, like so many amazing people along the way. But to answer your, your, you know, your question, I was in this world and there was that period where I was like, you know, with them all the time and going on set and going to premieres and doing all this red carpet stuff. And I wanted, I love them. Like I wanted to support them, but my heart is nature. You know, my heart is super chill. And so after I broke up with him, you know, long story short, I emerged with this sense of wholeness. You know, there's a chapter in the book called You Are Whole, and those practices are really potent for helping us to really feel that energy like we don't have lack. So we walk around with a very different energy. And so randomly, a few months after that, I went to this random dinner party at Venice Beach, and 12 people were there, and one of them ended up being John, 
who is my current hubby. Who, by the way, he looks so interesting. Oh my and like, God, you guys Michael, love him. I have to show you a picture of him. He looks amazing. So this is the I thing. I interview him too. So I talk about, there's a chapter called You Are an Intuitive Body, right? So it's when we learn to discern from the voice in our head and our true intuition. Because before you guys, I would have said, this guy isn't my type. I might've gone right by my soulmate. He's from the neck down, completely covered in tattoos. He has a gold grill in his teeth. He has, you know, he's into MMA fighting and motorcycles, but we're very different. And, but, you know, usually we use our head when we're trying to discern, make decisions. What do I eat? Is this my partner? But when we do these practices, and again, just five minutes in the morning of tuning in to your central nervous system. So out of peripheral into here, you can start to make decisions from a deeper place. So when I saw him, you guys, it was this instant heart recognition. And so we got married got pregnant, moved to the mountains. And yes, I feel like I'm really, so when we start to drop into the true self, we become more authentic. And then we create this really authentically fulfilling life, not just what people, you know, think so of you us. you think your past self would have not, you wouldn't have even taken a look at him. Exactly. Because I was too much in the head and the mind chatter and the evaluations, all the stuff. Like that you would have just thought this type of guy is not for me. Yeah. So I talk about that in that chapter. Usually we use surface evaluations. Oh, look at how this looks and how may it look to other people. But uh -huh. when we come from this deeper place of making decisions, it's like there's more flow in our life because, okay, so the Sanskrit term, which I love, Rishi, if you guys heard this term, it means seer, right? So it means when we meditate, we start to focus on our third eye and we can literally see, perceive more than our physical eyes. So the physical eyes, again, the ego is looking out and using very limited information. But when we learn to drop in, we're seeing more. It means we're just living life from this more in tune place, right? It's more like energetic place. Paramahansa Yogananda, who's the great yoga guru who brought yoga to the West, talks about the underlying energy matrix of all things. So if you read the Beauty Detox Solution, you'll see the influence there because I'm talking about beauty energy. I'm talking about getting past numbers and really focusing on digestion. So even back then, it was really influencing my philosophy. But then we realized, oh, this raw material of energy, this is what I control in myself, Right in the UR magnetism chapter, I talk about how I wrote a book with Deepak Chopra. I worked with these practices to make myself more magnetic. And then you start pulling in opportunities without this arduous, like pushing, doing, pulling. It's something that we do again from the inside out. And it's things like, you know, how we meditate, how we breathe, how we, you know, focus on stillness, the little micro pauses between inhales and exhales. I would like to, to ask you about that. So many people come on here and they say they meditate. I got to be honest, I was extremely surprised. We started talking about finance on this show and the response that we got was pretty incredible. We've done a lot of different episodes on a lot of different topics on this show. And for some reason, I just didn't think people would want to listen to us about finance, but apparently you guys do. And the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I realized it's because nobody ever talks about finance. They never talk about how to invest, how to save, how to protect yourself in your future. And a lot of the time when they do talk about it, it's so high level. It's from people that you just don't relate to. It's people you don't understand. It's nobody that actually has done it and can relate to the average person day to day, which is why I love our new partner, Wealthfront. The biggest thing, in my opinion, that Wealthfront does is education. They teach people how to invest, how to save. They make it easy. I mean, Lauren, even for you, you had no clue how to do any of this stuff. And you're an accomplished businesswoman before we started talking about finance and going through it together. I had no clue, really. Well, now I have a clue thanks to Wealthfront and you. I feel like both of these things have helped me so much with finance and I'm getting better. Here's what I love about Wealthfront. 
Wealthfront can help you build a diversified portfolio with low-cost index funds. Those are my favorite type of investments. They protect you against the future. They're diversified. Anyone can jump into them at any cost. It gives you a little bit of everything in the market. And what's nice about Wealthfront is it's totally automated. It has over $27 billion in assets, helping nearly half a million people build their wealth. And of course, we have an offer for you. Get your first $5,000 managed for free for life by going to wealthfront.com skinny. To start building your Wealthfront and get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com skinny. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com skinny to start building your wealth today. That's wealthfront.com skinny. You can get started today. Michael and I recently got our blood tested. We got this blood prick test and the doctor was telling us how important it is to take your probiotics. He said, out of everything, that is number one. And so I was very, very happy that I have just thrived. This is something I take every single morning with hot water with lemon. Kimberly Schneider talks about in this episode, probiotics. I think it's a no-brainer, especially if you want to encourage a strong immune system and support the gut. We are learning and we have been learning over the past two years how important the gut is. We had the founder, Tina Anderson of Just Thrive Probiotics on this podcast. And then we also had a microbiologist and they broke down all of the things that the gut does. The reason that I personally like Just Thrive though is because of the survivability. So what we learned is that most probiotics, when you take them, they don't survive the trip to your gut. And that was wild to me. It was like, oh my gosh, there's so many people out there who are taking probiotics, thinking they're reaping all the benefits and the supplements not even hitting their gut. So with Just Thrive, their main thing is that it survives the trip to the gut, which I love. So every morning when I take it, I know that it's hitting my gut, which is so important. It's also vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, and free from anything artificial. It's so safe that I can actually break a capsule up and put it in Zaza's like green muffins. I make these green muffins. They're on the blog. So really clean. So if you're looking for beautiful skin, better sleep, and a secret weapon for weight management, check out Just Thrive Probiotics. You save 15%. You're going to go to justthrivehealth.com slash skinny and use promo code skinny. You save 15%. You're going to go to justthrivehealth.com slash skinny and use promo code skinny. How does Kimberly Schneider meditate? And I mean, like, are you listening to something? Are you listening to music frequencies? No. Are you, are you sitting there? You have two kids. Are they screaming in the background? Like literally much, walk this us is, through. This is so important because I think what the West does is it takes these deep, rich, you know, incredible resources and it hacks them down, right? It takes like, it just takes like a mic micro piece of it. So it's like yoga is more than poses, right? The poses are like less than 1%, but you go to a place called a yoga studio and it's just going to be the poses. Yoga means union. So it's union with our lim little limited ego into the true self, into spirit, into God, universe inside of us. So that's what meditation is supposed to do, right? It's not just relaxing because then we're just relaxing the senses. Meditation has the potential to help us merge in with our true, true power. So what I teach, and there's three meditation chapters in here, simple, effective, and a preliminary chapter is all inspired from the Vedas, right? We don't need to reinvent the wheel, but we want to learn meditation from a real master. The word guru means someone that takes you from, from darkness to light. So uh, everything that I teach and everything that I practice comes from Paramahansa Yogananda. It's called Kriya Yoga. So it's Raja Yoga. It's the highest, most effective way to connect to that energy inside of you. Practically speaking, I drop my son off at kindergarten. <laughs> the baby takes a nap. 
And that's really, my team knows don't schedule anything until after I meditate. I have that period of meditation before I do calls, you know, podcasts, like emails. Okay, I'm going to ask like fire questions about this. How long? Or does it depend? Okay, so when you get started, I would say you want to, you know, focus five to seven minutes are the free meditations I put out every week, the practical enlightenment meditations. I try to meditate. Now I've been meditating over 12 years, though, you guys. I try to meditate, you know, at least 30 minutes in the morning. I don't mean to brag, but I did that this morning. I did 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. So it's Kimberly Schneider approved. Yes. Now, do you are you listening to something or are you just silent in your home? No, I'm silent in my home. And so what I teach is, it, and again, this is based on Kriya Yoga. I do a little bit of physical movement, not poses, but it's something as simple as like closing in your fists, opening them, like just so you can move the body so it settles down. And then the second part is a little bit of breath work, right? So we're moving deeper and deeper. Are you breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth? No. What are you doing? So I'll lead you through like, okay, so the expanding the gaps practice, which we can do now for like 10 seconds. Let's do it. Let's do it. So <laughs> anybody can do Taylor, this. Taylor, this is Taylor's first 10 seconds ever meditating. Oh my God, I love Taylor it. Taylor can do a lot of things in 10 seconds. Let's see if you can meditate. <laughs> okay, so just if you guys just, you know, tune in, close your eyes just for a moment here, okay? We're going to fully drop in in less than 20 seconds. I'm going to do the count. We're going to inhale and exhale through our nose for a count of four. And then we're going to pause in between, okay? So exhale. And nice and gentle now we're going to inhale for four. Two, three, four, and then pause with the breath full, nice and calm. And then exhale. Two, three, four, and pause empty at the bottom. So no air in your lungs, nice and calm. And then once again, inhale. Two, three, Four, and then pause full at the top. And then exhale. Two, three, four. Pause empty at the bottom. And then inhale. And then just go back to your normal breathing. So what this practice does, uh, does is it shows us in between inhales and exhales, which is still doing, there, are, there is this opportunity to go into those little micro pauses. And that gives you the experiential, oh, this is stillness. And once you touch that, then you can start to expand that in your practice, in your day. We start to become less reactive. We start to really connect. Am I really hungry? What foods does my body need? We become free of food cravings. Our vitality builds because we're not in this frenetic. You know, our brains take like 20% of our energy, always like trying to make decisions. And then decision paralysis comes and then, you know, just so much confusion, so much fear, so much making decisions from this, again, from the ego, from this restricted place. So just this simple practice shows like, oh, there is this deeper calm center. We become the stewards of our own energy. You have had two babies and you look absolutely incredible. (laughs) And you just mentioned food and you are such a person that I feel like eats so healthy. What are some things that you did postpartum to support your wellness? And I, when I say wellness, I mean your skin. I mean weight loss. I mean, you just look like very energetic after having a baby. So up until even I would say, you know, that four or five years, I was still really like, you know, 
more careful with my food and what I was eating. And I I can honestly say a lot because now my baby's 18 months, you know, so even in that period since, it is by, I can honestly say, these practices and meditation have done so much to balance my weight, my digestion, that energized look, the postpartum period, way more than any specific food. Because what it does is it helps you let go. It puts you in a good state of mind. Well, this, you know, when I said let go, my shoulders dropped, right? Yep. So postpartum, you know, we're worried about the baby, right? We're worried about all the stuff we have to do. We're running around. And so look at my shoulders. It creates this sense of tightness. And that is also happening internally. So the more tightness we feel, there's actually circulation and blood flow that gets pulled out of your GI tract, which is when postpartum women need it the most. We need to really nourish our, um, we really need to nourish our digestion after having a baby. But it's this like internal stress that creates the secretion of cortisol. The, the stress hormones keep going. That's what happened to me. I, I, I gained so much weight pregnant. And then afterwards, I was so stressed the yes. whole time about losing it. And he kept saying to me, because he has no attachment to food. Or, or but it wasn't yeah. about the food. It was that I, I kept saying, the more you stress and the more yes. you focus on it, the harder it's going to be. It's you know, 100% it I true. Didn't, I just didn't. Now that I've I've been meditating and doing a lot of these things that you're saying, reading a lot of Louise Hay, consuming your content, just trying to tap into my thoughts, I realized the whole time I was just beating myself up when I should have been loving myself, encouraging myself and not critiquing the whole time. Well, people get very frustrated when you say, just let it go and stop focusing. It's like easier for you to say than, you know, it's like but, easier said than done, but it's like, it's honestly, then it's counterintuitive. But I, I just feel like when you, like you said, when you hold on to it so much, it makes it impossible to let it go. So in my philosophy, I teach that there are four cornerstones for true beauty and wellness, food, body, emotional well-being and spiritual growth. And whenever someone is struggling with their weight, whenever anyone is struggling with food, I can almost guarantee it's because they're not nourishing either the emotional or the spiritual cornerstones, right? Because it's people that obsess and they're like, wait, wait, but maybe I need more, you know, riboflavin or there's hidden sugars or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 we need to go more holistic. We go wider. And so we go to, you know, am I nurturing this, you know, my mental health? I wasn't. Exactly. And looking back, I was, this is two years ago. I'm in a different place now, but I wasn't. Exactly. So you see that actually holds, that keeps the weight on. And practically speaking, yes, we want to have tools. Postpartum, you know, one pot meals are really, really great. Lots of coconut milk. Yeah, well, you we have go to, down that tangent. <laughs> what warm pot meals? Give us an example. Kitchery. So kitchery is the ultimate postpartum. We have a uh, postpartum course actually coming out, fertility, pregnancy, postpartum with food and practices all around. But kitchery is recipes on my website it is what is considered the most balancing cleansing, nourishing meal in Ayurvedic medicine. So it's equal parts, you know, um, I use sprouted uh, brown rice and mung beans or lentils, vegetables, um, some coconut milk, some coconut oil, and you cook it down with um, galactagogues, which is a funny word, right? Like fennel and fenugreek, which are really great for breast milk. And then you cook it in one pot and then you give yourself that. So it are feels you cooking nourishing. this postpartum with two kids or do you no. have help? No. So I'll tell you guys right now. You have a crock pot. Like what are some hacks to pot. this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, you just All you need is like a $20 like big pot. But I have like an amazing housekeeper. Okay. Right? I'm great. I, have, I say I have two jobs, but not three. I take care of the kids, first of all. First, you know, my first priority. And then secondly, I have my business, Saluna, and the Feel Good Podcast. You got a lot books. going on. Yeah. So we have an amazing housekeeper that helps so much. She knows the recipes she cooks. She goes grocery shopping. She takes care of the house. So she took care of me postpartum too. So you had this, 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 
kitchery, is that how you say yes. it? Yes. On like on your on your stove ready to go. Valentine's Day is coming up and you know what I would want if I wasn't pregnant, Michael Bostick? Wine. And you know what I would want even more? Canned wine that looks cute on my Instagram feed. And that is Bev. You have to check it out. I swear to God, it is such a cute Valentine's Day gift. They have like this can that's kind of like a blush red that is so major. They also have a sparkling rosé called Glam and Glitz. And these two would be so cute for a Valentine's Day soiree. I do miss my wine. I love Bev. And I've always talked about this because it's one of the only canned wines that's dry and crisp. So it's a little fizzy. It's really refreshing, but it's not like sweet and syrupy. You know what I'm talking about? Those canned wines that are like, it just makes you feel like hungover after the first sip. Another good thing is it has zero sugar and only three carbs and a hundred calories per serving. This is super rare. I looked at it against a bunch of canned wines and it's one of the only canned wines that has zero sugar. So it's cute. It packs a punch. It's a great gift. And it also has 100 calories a serving. I put a pixie straw in there. Sometimes I pour it in a glass of wine. Well, I did. Uh, With a little bit of basil and ice, you could make it like a lapisine. It's absolutely delicious. I think if you're looking for a cute gift, you can wrap a bow around it, bring it to a housewarming party, and you're good to go. Two-day shipping straight to your door, and shipping is always free. And of course, we have worked out a special deal for our listeners. Receive 20% off your first purchase plus free shipping on all orders. I would suggest trying their best selling ladies night variety pack so you can get all their delicious flavors. This is like a good way to test them all out. You are going to go to drinkbev.com slash skinny or use code skinny at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V.com slash skinny. Bev can also be found at retailers nationwide, including Target, Total Wine, BevMo, and more. Drink some for me. On the kitchery, yeah. I also had a lot of glowing green smoothie green as well. Smoothie. Just everything that's like pre-digested. So okay. blending is a way of pre-digesting foods. Cooking things down is a nice way to get the nutrients in as well. I'm a huge believer, as I mentioned earlier, of SBO probiotics, okay. which stands for soil-borne organism probiotics, because when your gut health is in check, then you know everything starts to rebalance. We have recently learned all about the gut. It seems like it's the most important thing. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have to send you guys some But really, when I started doing this, it took me out of like, oh, my God, I need to, again, the ego is like, I need a million different supplements. I need all this stuff into simplicity, like gut health, whole foods, right? Nourishing, digestion, simplifying, meditating, going really back to basics. Okay, but let me ask you this. You're in LA right now. You're busy. You've got a book tour going on. A lot of people are pulling at you. Like, what are you eating today that you can just grab and go? I would love to, if you could walk us through breakfast, through dinner, how you're making it happen when you're busy. Yeah. So the glowing green smoothie is something that you can make every two days. Give it to three days, right? You throw everything in the blender. It's very easy. You keep it covered in the fridge so it's fresh. It's not like a juice that, you know, you're masticating down the cell so it oxidizes really quickly. So did you pack that or yes. will you I order? have it in my car that okay. I brought here. Okay. Yes. So you'll so you'll pack that and you'll have it. I'll pack that on and I have that. And that's really smoothies are really great because when we're in a rush, we tend to not chew that well, right? So then that leads, of course, to bloating and we're not getting the same nutrition from our food. So smoothies are really great for busy people, busy moms. In the afternoon, I also have something called the Power Protein Smoothie that I put spirulina in it, vegan protein powder, chia seeds, just to make sure you're getting that, you know, the healthy fats. What's your favorite protein powder? I switch it up. I like Vega a lot. You know, Sun Warrior is great too. Okay. And so what will you 
what will you actually eat when you're on the go or will you do smoothies all day? So no, I like, I'm, I'm definitely a big eater. So like, so mid morning, I usually eat a wrap. Like today, I actually ate this in the car as well. It's a gluten-free, it's like a coconut wrap and it has avocado, hummus, sprouts, which I'm a huge fan of sprouts because they're like the baby plants. They're very dense in enzymes and nutrition. And so, are you making this or are you getting it? Again, my housekeeper made it. Amazing. I mean, I'm just being, you know, no, I, I, we I, need these, we need support. We need well, the by village. By the way, I want honesty because there's some people that are listening that maybe have to pre-make this the night before. Yes. So it's helpful. Exactly. So I would say you can pre-make the smoothie just so you have it for a few, you know, a day, days, and especially if your morning is really crazy. And then again, one pot meals that I kind of make and stir. I do make our, my, our dinner. And then I'm kind of watching the kids and you don't have to like, I'm not into cooking where you have to do a million different steps. What can I <laughs> give time for my daughter that's quick and easy and healthy? I bet you, I bet your kids are so well fed. Oh, she's two? She's two. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I don't know if you've tried giving her green smoothies, but the glowing green smoothie we have. is amazing. She, will, she likes that. Okay, so... um. In my last book, which I'll have to get you guys as well, there's a whole kids section. Okay. I make these little burgers that's really great for Moses, who's 18 months. Like he just kind of walks around and eats it. It's based in like sweet potatoes and quinoa. Ooh, that so you know they're getting good. them protein. Sounds good for me. Ooh, that these little good. bites. I know I eat them too. That. Wait, what book is that? It's called um, Recipes for Your Perfectly Imperfect Life. See, this is, I mean, that's exactly what we need. Yes. Okay, that burger sounds good. Is there any other little things that we need to know? So, I mean, honestly, I, you know, this is the way in, in, the, in the rest of the world, kid, there is no like kids menu. Do you know what I mean? Kids are just getting what you're eating. And so that's I sort of what we've always done yeah. in my household. Kitchery, they eat that. Both of my yeah. sons will eat that. And so I'm not... I don't coddle them like, oh, here's your food and here's my food. They know like- Can we do that. We just get, we're eating, this is what we're eating. Like, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's really important for kids to learn. Like my sons see me meditate. They see me read. They see me eat healthy food. And I think leading by example, even though they may complain sometimes, <laughs> my older son's now like, I want a lollipop because he's been exposed to treats. But it's that consistency of just, you know, and it's so simple. Like I said, I don't, I don't use recipes. I'll be totally honest with you guys. People are always like, I want more recipes. And they're always asking me for recipes where there's a million ones on the site. You yeah, know, you have so many. Anyone that needs more recipes, there's so, go mean, get the Beauty Detox book. There's two Beauty Detox books. There's I, three Beauty there's Detox three. books. There's Radical Beauty with Deepak Chopra. There's the last one. And then this is the sixth one. I have the orange and the green. The green yeah, you have the, the first, first two. Yeah, okay. You have the first two. So there's tons of recipes. But honestly, for me now, again, after cooking and eating this way for more than, you know, 12 years, it's gotten so simple. I'll just think like quinoa, lentils, a kale salad. We eat a lot of bowls at home. I just love eating simple. It's better for your digestive system. And this, again, this is over time. It just got more and more simple because I think when your body gets cleaner and cleaner, you don't need as much to stimulate it. Do you know what I that mean? That makes sense. Because you're getting, you're just feeling that nourishment. You're starting to feel so peaceful from your practices besides food and from the meditations. So again, back to the cornerstones, when you nourish yourself spiritually, and I say spiritual growth to me is more awareness, right? And the subtitle, the, the subtitle of the book is Enlight Practical Enlightenment for Everyday Life. Enlightenment means freedom, right? Freedom to flow through life, to not be in the same reactivity, the same you know narrative stories that keep us small. So same thing with food. When we really get to this empowered place, we rise up in our confidence and we rise up and we need less from the outside. We need less to make us happy from food, from relationships, from outside people. We give it to ourselves. And the crazy thing is everything out here starts to flow more any, anyway. Um, so as I mentioned, the simpler I got and the more I got into this, 
my body got, I mean, my body postpartum with my second child bounced back so much faster than from my first child. It just was this, it is like an energetic truth. It sounds like everyone needs this book. Everyone. You are more than you think. I love this. Kimberly Schneider, where can everyone find your book, your Instagram, pimp yourself out, your recipes, <laughs> everything? Okay, my love. Well, the book is available now wherever books are sold. Um, the Feel Good Podcast. And my social is at underscore Kimberly Snyder. Thank you for doing this. Thank you guys Thank so you much. Thank you for doing this. Come back next time. Or we'll it. come to Hawaii and record. Oh, I yeah, would yeah, that's love a be- that's that. a better option. Let's do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kimberly has so kindly offered to do a giveaway for her book. It's a signed copy. I really loved her book. I dog-eared the fuck out of it. All you have to do is tell us who you want to see next or hear next on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast. All you have to do is tell us who you want to hear next on the Skinny Confidential podcast and one of you will win her book all signed by her. See you next time. 